Vegetarian Zen, episode number 27. Wolf. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey, Veg Zeners, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. This is Larissa. And this is episode number 27 Keeping Your Pets Healthy Through the Holidays. Okay. And that's so important, especially to us. And I know a lot of you as well, because you all have, a lot of you have furry kids like we do. Yep. And I don't know about you guys, but my dog hates New Year's. And oh, July fourth, yeah. and July fourth, yep. and any and trucks going by, and deliveries, and, and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yes, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today, about how to keep them healthy mentally and also physically. Right. Okay, but first, let's start out with a few updates. What do we have, Larissa? Well, we really don't have a whole lot right now. Um, but one big thing that we did want to mention is that coming up next month, the end of next month, January. 2014 is our one-year veggie-versary. Woohoo! Yes. I, I cannot can't believe. I know. It's already been a year. A, a year. A whole year. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just crazy? It is. You know? And, I, I mean, I look back on everything that's happened this year, and it's been a an interesting year. <laughs> um, a little challenging at times, but uh, but still good. And, and I just can't believe it. You know, a question I get asked all the time and I don't even hesitate in answering. People ask, is it hard being a vegetarian? Yeah. It is not it's difficult not. at all, especially in this day and age. Yeah. And, I, you know, there were vegetarians, like, way back. Mm-hmm. But I, in this day and age, there, it's really not. And, again, we're in Texas, so this is, like, meat capital. It's oh, one yeah. of the meat capitals. And it's really not that difficult. No. There's really good food to be had. Um, it, it does take a little bit more planning especially around the holidays when there's potlucks and things. I mean, I we had a uh, – my Toastmasters group had a potluck that I brought a backup lunch mm-hmm. because I wasn't sure what everybody was bringing. You know, sometimes people sign up for stuff, and right. I noticed a lot of meat being brought. And so I thought, you know, just as a backup, right. I'm going to take my lunch. And I was able to eat a few things there. They had a big veggie tray, and I, I bought, mm-hmm. of course, uh, hummus and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was still able to partake, but I also had my backup. So it takes a little bit of thinking right. about, but I mean, there. If that was the hardest thing I had to do in my whole life, I mean, that's <laughs> right. a pretty good life. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know this doesn't happen all the time for all vegetarians and vegans, but we have been unbelievably fortunate with our friends and family um, because we have family and and friends who will go out of their way to make sure that there's something that we can eat. Um, and I know that doesn't happen all the time, so I, I'm especially grateful for that. Yes. You know, um, it's just it's just amazing how much people have been willing to do when it comes to that. Yeah, our family. And, of course, you know, strangers yeah. don't know, don't really know that. But, I mean, even when they find out, they don't, you know, typically – I don't get a lot of negative reaction. I don't, I don't know if I just hang out with cool people or what. Maybe that's it. Must be. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, get into, do we have any other updates? Well, we just wanted to finish talking about our veggie-versary. We got, oh, yes, we yes. got uh, sidetracked a yep. little bit. But what we'll be doing is having a celebration um, during the month of January, probably the, the latter part of January, and we'll be doing some giveaways and some other cool things. So be sure, uh, if you haven't signed up for our newsletter yet, uh, make sure you do because uh, we'll have things that are especially for newsletter subscribers and then we'll have things for our podcasts and for, you know, um, so just make sure that you're on there so that you get notification of everything that we're doing. We've got some good things brewing. Yes, we do. Excited. All right, ready to dive into our main topic? Now I think we're ready. Okay. So let's... Oh, you know what? I don't want to blow this off, though. Um, our Weight Watchers update. Okay. So we're actually recording outside of the of the weigh-in mm-hmm. date. We're- so... We don't have that yet, but you know, let's post it on Facebook or something. Why don't yeah, we do let's that? Do that. I don't um, want to get away from that. I think that's accountability and I think it's a good thing that we're putting right, out there. Right. And actually what we're doing is we're recording back to back because we did get behind. We had a death in the family a few weeks ago and we, we did get behind. So um, we're recording back to back to catch up. So the episode 26, we just recorded, and we're recording 27 now. And that's why we don't have those updates. But we're not running away from it. We no. definitely, especially right now through the holidays, mm-hmm. we have to keep that accountability. And so. we're, doing, we're doing well. We are doing really well. Yeah. Larissa made some awesome spinach, and um, what is the name of that? It's like a tofu, or, and it's not tofu. Uh, the meat oh, in the oh. enchiladas. Yeah, it was, she made enchiladas, which is like actually, one of my favorite things. The brand is Frida's, F R I E D A S, and it's Frida's soy taco. Yeah, and it's just it's taco meat, and it's funny when I was um, it's actually pre cooked, so you just have to heat it, which is nice. Um, but when I was heating it, you can smell the the seasonings in it. You can smell the cumin and the other seasonings, so it's it's flavored as Mexican. Uh, Very flavors. yummy. She had that with spinach and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, so in uh, so it was enchiladas. Yep, yeah, corn tortillas. Okay, so let's uh, talk about our, our furry babies. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about who they are, first of all. Okay, ours. So Yes, so we have four rescue animals. Mm-hmm. We have one dog who is about to turn 11 years old, and that is the unsinkable Molly Brown. And right. people laugh that they all have last names. But, right. I mean, we named them after strong women. Right. And so that yeah. They well, <laughs> and oh, Jake. except Jake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the unsinkable Molly Brown, and she was a rescue from the San Antonio Humane Society. We got her when she was about eight weeks old. She was just diagnosed, poor baby, with Cushing's disease. It is treatable with medication, mm-hmm. which um, so far she's okay. She's been a little nauseated. She was a little mm-hmm. nauseated this morning, but she's okay so far. Um, as far as Cushing's go, there's a couple of things that it, it could have gotten. A, it could have been a lot worse, so right. we were happy just that we it was Cushing's and that we could treat it with right. that. So, right. so she's the oldest of of our furry critters, mm-hmm. and then we have. Um, why don't you tell the story about Jake? Okay, Jake Ryan. Um, I found him. I. Years ago, I worked for a construction company uh, in the office, and I was hearing this this meowing one morning. And I there were trees outside my window. There's a tree, a couple of trees, and some bushes, and outside my office window. And I kept saying, "All right, I'm hearing meowing. I'm hearing meowing." And people keep kept telling me that they didn't hear anything. My coworkers and. 
like, I know there's a cat out there. So several times I went out and looked, and I didn't find him. I didn't find him. And I finally went out. I was like, I'm not going back inside until I find this cat. And just about that time, one of my uh, friend's coworkers was coming back from lunch, and he, I had just looked up in the tree, and there was this tiny ball of black fur. And he was just above my reach, so my friend Sammy reached up and got him. And he spent the rest of the day with me. Which is why he's so close to you. Yes, he sticks to me like glue. When she's not here, and I, I, and he's he's he knows when she's not here. He's looking in from room to room, and crying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, so and gives me a dirty look. (laughs) Right, and I did try. I tried to find a home for him because, of course, the first thing I did was call Vicky. We can't have it because at that time we had two dogs. And she said, we can't have a cat. You know, we can't do it. Uh, so I, I really did try. I called all the shelters. I called friends. I put him on Facebook. I, you know, took a picture. And I couldn't find anything. So I said, I said, okay, I'm going to have to bring him home tonight. And we'll find a, a home for him tomorrow. So <laughs> I got him home. And I was just pulling in the garage. Vicky had just pulled in the garage herself. And I had him on my lap in a towel. And Vicky came over to the, the car door right before I even got out. And she said, um... I have the perfect name for him. And she had told me, she made such a big deal all day. Don't, Don't name, name that cat. <laughs> so I didn't. And she got, I got out. I have the perfect name for him. Jake Ryan. And, you know, I always say she could have named him Garbage Can at that point, And I wouldn't have cared. Well, for those of you who don't know who Jake Ryan is, that was the name of the, one of the lead characters in uh, the movie 16 Candles. Right. So then we have this cat. And then Larissa says, this is how she talks me into things. She says, you can't just have one cat because they'll drive you crazy. You really mm-hmm. need two cats. And I really have heard that from other people. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, well, let's go down to the, it was another adoption center. And we were looking at all these cats. We said, let's see all your female kittens. And they put out like several cats. Well, we, ju- we took this, Jake with And us. we took Jake and he was mad and hissing. He yeah. didn't want anything to do with mm-hmm. any of them. But anyways, we were there and then uh, the kittens were playing. And then this one kitten came up my shoulder and just sat down on my shoulder and Larissa was still looking at the other cats and I said I don't know why you're looking at other cats because this is the one that's going home with us <laughs> so now that's my cat and her name is Samantha Baker which was uh, Molly, Ringwald's, Molly character. Ringwald's character in 16 Candles right. uh, and she's my cat she will come up to me follow me well she's kind of standoffish period but when she is in the mood to to be yeah. around humans she will she you will better be come ready. over yeah <laughs> she gets very needy and then our last cat we adopted was a couple years after that right and that was through my cousin worked um, along where well, she was helping out the feral cat society uh, with uh, cats and this little kitten crawled up to her doorstep and still had I think it's an umbilical cord mm-hmm. and um, yeah and she did what she, she brought her to at least a healthy adoptable state mm-hmm. and we were actually trying to help her adopt out uh, right. like eight cats I right. think it was and we saw this picture of this one cat and Larissa <laughs> Larissa had texted me and she said did you see this one cat and, <laughs> and I had already looked at that cat and I said oh that's she's so adorable so I called my cousin and we went over to see the cat and um, she had like an eye problem and yeah. some ear, an ear infection but we uh, took care of her and now she's our third cat and I said we need to name her something that's like a really strong woman uh, because she's like really tough because she survived you know that, that kind of of, uh, uh, right. environment that she was brought into the world in. And so we named her Iggy Threadgood for Mary Stuart Masterson's character in Fried Green Tomatoes. 
And she's the most chicken now she's of all our cats. And I tell her now, I say, if I would have known that you were going to be this chicken, <laughs> I would have named you something else. But anyway, she's adorable. Yeah. And um, So we'll do this. How about this? When I do the show notes, we'll put their pictures. Awesome. And we'll put that picture of Iggy when she was a little kitten. Oh, okay. The one that we fell in love yes. with and made us bring her home. Okay. All right. So those are our babies. And I know that, that most of you who listen to us have your own babies. And we would love to hear your stories and see your pictures. So, um send them in to us and send them on, put them on Facebook uh, on our page or send them through our contact form. And we'll try to do something special with all of those. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be fun. I would like that. I love seeing pictures of people's pets. Okay, so let's get into how we keep these pets healthy, because that's something you and I do when we put up healthy and safe um, through the holiday season, because there's a lot of things going on, lots of decorations and such. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure to be extra careful with them because they're like babies right they, they go around the house and you know we have to make sure we're not leaving little paper clips and things right. like that or oh, i can't tell you how many ornaments. times i get stuff out of molly's mouth and she likes to get in the trash and get stuff and you know so just mm-hmm. you have to be mindful i mean they are they're like children um so instead of baby proofing your house you need to pet proof your house yeah and first things first let's talk about candles because a lot of people tend to light more candles around the holidays and pets can easily knock those over Mm -hmm. we light candles uh, even outside of christmas and i don't think our candle consumption rate goes up around the holidays but we do have candles every now and then but we Mm -hmm. always make sure that we're keeping them out of reach as much as possible so they're not on anything low um but that we're always close to them or around them when because the cat can get anywhere. I mean, well, and if I mean, if you celebrate Hanukkah, mm-hmm. if you light candles for Hanukkah, make sure that you keep that um, in a place where your pets can't get to it. Maybe put something around it so that the pets can't get directly to it, yeah, or something like that to to protect that. Yeah, because they can bump it or they can burn themselves on yeah, it. My mom's cat walked over a candle, a jar candle, and caught herself on fire. Oh, um, that was Jane Austen. Oh, poor um, And you know, I mean, she just she scalded her. Fur. She didn't uh, catch her skin on fire, but uh-huh. she scalded her fur. But still, yeah, she just walked over yeah. it. Um, it was on the back of of. Uh, something uh-huh. furniture and she just walked over it you know just in her normal path mm-hmm. so be careful okay and then let's talk about if you celebrate christmas making sure that your tree is anchored down mm-hmm. to something heavy that's something we did did, did we do that last year i think we, we haven't just... done it in a few years because the cats have kind of gotten past the point of wanting to climb up it now they just want to get under it mm-hmm. um and we don't have a real tree uh, so we, but what I've done in the past, the first couple of years we had them, we actually, we have our tree in the corner of the living room and there's a window right there. So we tried a rope around it and stuck the rope out the window and put the window, oh, yeah. close the window on it to hold it. Um, but in the past when I've had other cats, um, before, before we were together, I've, uh, tied it to like the back of a heavy chair or something like an armchair or something to keep it to keep the cats from pulling it over. Yeah, and the other thing we did with them when they were early on is if you keep a rattle can, like Molly, mm-hmm. um, like just a can, an aluminum can filled with pennies, mm-hmm. whenever they do something that you don't want them, a lot of people freak out that our cats aren't all over our tables and stuff. Of course, when we're gone, they probably are. But I mean, uh, they're not typically jumping all over stuff because or clawing at our couch because all of our cats have their claws and they haven't clawed up our furniture mm-hmm. because when they do something and you rattle that, they don't like it. Mm-hmm. So they 
they associate that with right not or use it. a squirt bottle squirt yeah bottle, squirt bottle whatever they hate. Um, yeah so that kind of trains them not to do it mm-hmm. and larissa's right they just really hang out at the bottom mm-hmm. uh, so we're lucky in that respect you can also place some aluminum foil but i'd be careful with that because they could tear into that and that's right. dangerous right for them. Um. um and then you want to cover the stand because the sap from the pine trees and the water is not good for them right it can be poison for them and minimally the water is uh can get stagnant and then mm-hmm. build up bacteria so they could get sick from that right right okay what else um, um ornaments okay. big one for us yes is, uh, ornaments when we when we first got the, the kitties um we you know we have tons of ornaments and a lot of our ornaments were handmade by my mom or um things that we had bought that were handmade that are not breakable um, but we do have glass ornaments as well. And when we got the cats, we made sure to not put anything breakable on like the lower third of the tree, because that's the first thing they go for is anything that's dangling or shiny or any, you know, so if they see that thing moving, then they go for it. Mm-hmm. And the first few couple years we had them, um, we would come down every, t- every day we would come down and there'd be ornaments all over the floor. And then Molly got smart and she brought me one one time and I said, oh, you got an ornament. So let's get a cookie for that. So I called it a trade. And that was what, probably about she does this with cat toys, too, by the way. She'll trade them in when she knows they're not her toys. Yeah. Or things that she shouldn't be playing with, remote controls. Yeah. (laughs) That she's given it to you Mm -hmm. without chewing it and destroying it. But she, she a deserves cookie. a reward. Yes. She that's she expects a reward. I right. Say. So we set that up with we started that with one Christmas just with ornaments, and it's kind of taken on a life of its own. And now she has we have an upstairs trading post in the closet, and yeah. we have it's a box of cookies, the, and the downstairs trading post is a cookie jar. And she knows those words. She knows trading post and trade and. The so dog whisperer would be like shaking his it. head at us oh, right now. She works it. And I actually I've started an album, a photo album of um all of her trades because whenever she brings me a trade in the morning, she's a little scammer. She'll take stuff off of the the um Oh yeah, then she tries to bring it back. The tray, the T V tray. Yeah. The uh. T V tray, or she'll take stuff off the sofa while I'm fixing breakfast, like the remote. No, but my favorite is when she's tries to trade it again. Oh yeah. She'll try to get it off the yeah. she'll drop it on the floor, we'll give her a cookie, and then she tries to grab it real fast mm-hmm. and get it. So um but anyway, so our point was uh to when you have pets don't put anything breakable on the lower third of the tree, at yeah. least. And make sure they have their toys easily accessible right. so they'll play with their toys and right. not feel so compelled to play with the other stuff. Right, exactly. The other thing is tinsel. Mm-hmm. Tinsel um, can be very dangerous for them because if they swallow that, like any sort of ribbon or tinsel or string or anything like that, mm-hmm. it can wrap around their intestines and right. it can kill them. Wrap around their intestines, but also the thing with tinsel is it's um, it'll slice tinsel that met because it's it's metal and it will slice and it can slice into their organs and that's yeah you don't want that yeah that's not good no um but it can hurt them in all kinds of ways okay what about lights oh that reminds me of the scene from uh oh, christmas vacation, <laughs> vacation. we're not <laughs> laughing i mean it's, it's a fake well cat, it's fake but, uh but yeah <laughs> it didn't really happen right choose through the yeah but the point the is wires. you have to be very careful yes. because they do chew through the wires a good thing to get into the habit of doing is to tape the wires so mm-hmm. that they cannot chew through them mm-hmm. um, or again don't put wires down 
where they're easily accessible. Yeah. Now, of course, if you have a cat who's gonna who climbs the tree, then they're gonna get it anyway. But you can you can work on them not climbing it right, too. Right. Um, um, and what about holly? The plants. Okay, there are plants that are poisonous. Um, and now I'm not sure the latest on the poinsettia. 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 The latest I read on that was that it is not as dangerous as they thought. Now mm-hmm. again, this is just what we read, so mm-hmm. there are probably. But the point is, minimally, it's it's low toxic, but it will get them sick. It'll make them sick. Yeah. So they're Holly, not supposed to be mistletoe, eating that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that goes for plants in general. But you're not going to keep your cats out of all your house plants. I yep. mean, just educate yourself on which plants you need to be um, specifically vigilant about, um, and then pine needles too. Whether they're from real trees or the plastic synthetic ones, if they get swallowed, they can puncture yeah, things those are sharp. and they can get stuck sideways mm-hmm. and all kinds of things. So just be careful about that. Vacuum as you need to, you know, as you have needles falling off your tree um, or if you have ones that fall off when you come bring it in from the garage, if it's st- stored in a box, uh, just vacuum and keep an eye on that. Okay. okay. Uh, what about gift wrapping? You want to be make sure that you're not leaving your... Uh, anything that you're using out. So scissors, Mm -hmm. obviously very dangerous for them. Um, String, ribbon. Right. Now that curling ribbon stuff, that'll cut just like tinsel will Mm -hmm. because that's not, it's not a cloth ribbon. I mean, cloth ribbon is dangerous too because they can swallow that and get tangled and and everything. Um, But that, that, curling ribbon you know that stuff's sharp if you run it your is finger, i've cut myself yeah, on that before you cut yourself yeah. and imagine swallowing that you know and being a small animal like that so um the best thing to, that i found is just don't use it we don't use it you know well we don't really wrap presents anymore we give i was gonna say we cards. give cards yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but once upon a time um but just be on the safe side and don't use it mm-hmm. i mean and that's good for the environment too yeah, 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 that's a good point. So, um, well, let's talk about food, okay? Because this is something when you have Christmas parties at your house, or you're just bringing stuff home, and this is stuff that can really be dangerous to your animals. So, most people, I think, know that chocolate is very bad mm-hmm. for animals, right? Uh, anything right. with xylitol, actually. Mm-hmm. What are some other things with xylitol? Do you know? Uh, I think some of the sugar-free gum, maybe. Mm, yes, that's right. Um, yeah. and sugar-free stuff, candies, sugar-free candies. Yeah, right. Uh, so be careful with that. But and then of course the chocolate. Uh, now we had a dog Amber when we were growing up who we gave my dad one of those big giant Hershey Kisses, and then we went out to dinner to Christmas uh, to eat, and uh, we came home and that whole thing was gone. Well, and, and the dog got we were sick. Very, right? She got sick. You know she had diarrhea and vomiting, but she didn't die. But we were very very lucky. Yeah, I had a friend that had, that happened as well. Yeah. And the dog got very sick. Right. Very sick. Right. So um, chocolate, candy. Uh, Now, the other thing that people love to give their dogs, especially, are bones. Those bones are not good for dogs. Um, Chicken bones and pork bones will splinter. And then you have the same problem with, you know, possible puncturing your, their stomach, their intestines. Uh, You don't want to do that. Give them, give them a healthy treat instead. And uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. And the other thing is alcohol. Mm-hmm. I, I'm hoping there's nobody that's listened to us that would give their animals intentionally alcohol. Right. But, but it, even it unintentionally, <laughs> you can put it, but you can put a drink down yeah. on the table and yeah. not even think about not it. Think so about it. Uh, just um, be careful with alcohol right. because that can, um, 
your pet can become weak and even go into a coma. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, anything fatty or spicy. Generally, if it's not good for us, it wouldn't be good for them either. Uh, so fatty foods, spicy foods, you know, anything like that. Okay, let's talk about all the stimulus around the animals. We don't really think about it, but it, it, there's so many things changing, right? I mean, in our house, the landscape changes, right? Yeah. When we put up the tree, we're moving yeah, things around. Yeah, furniture. Yeah. Uh, and then, then you have parties and you have guests. And, and, you know, most of the time, I mean, our cats go in their room for when we have people over and Molly goes in the, the our bedroom mm-hmm. uh, until usually until we just have a couple of people left, maybe like your brother or your dad. And, and she doesn't mind that, but she does when there are a lot of people, she gets, and she still gets freaked yeah. out. I mean, yeah, she'll still she be does. freaked out up here, you know? Yeah. So uh, just recognize that mm-hmm. it is something that you want to try to maintain as much of their normal routine as possible because they don't like the changes in mm-hmm. their, um, it stresses them out to have changes in their routines. Right. And if you do put them in a, in a room when you have a party or something, leave the TV on or radio or something. Um, go up and check on them. Uh, you know, if you have kids and you know, have your kids go and maybe spend some time with them or just something to give them a break. Make sure they have water. Make sure they go out right before you put them in the room. Um, you know, go outside and just make sure that they have everything they need. Yeah. So. And the other thing to think about is the noises from outside. So like on New Year's, you, usually Larissa and I are here on New Year's at home. We prefer a nice, quiet evening at home, <laughs> yeah. talking about goals and stuff coming up and stuff like that. We're not much in the party scene, no. but, um, you and know, Molly appreciates that. and Molly does appreciate that because we do, we turn on the TV a little bit louder mm-hmm. so she doesn't hear the fireworks as much. We try to maintain calm. So she sees us calm and, right. but she still gets stressed out. So right. we just try to maintain again, as much normal around uh, her as possible. And you have to remember, too, that they're reacting to that out of fear or stress. Don't get mad at them. Mm, that's you know, a good point. Yelling and, you know, shut up, shut up. It's not going to help. It's just going to make it worse. Yeah, and I will say something, though, that I heard on the dog whisperer. Now, I'm not a dog whisperer myself, but I will say I did agree with him mm-hmm. on this, is that you also don't want to go overboard and baby them. Right. Because that's, they don't... Well, that's reinforcing. Exactly. You're reinforcing that particular um, emotion in mm-hmm. them. So what we do, that's why I was saying, we just maintain calm. Mm-hmm. We just do whatever we're doing. And usually she comes down. Yeah. So she'll kind of look at us and bark and she'll sh- stress out. Mm-hmm. But usually after a while, she'll just lay down and, and uh, chill out. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah. try to maintain as much as possible. Don't over ba- babying them is is really not doing them any good. Right, right. Uh, and I don't think we mentioned this when we were talking about food, but um, keep a trash can covered. Keep it out of the way so that the dog can't knock it over. The cat can't jump in it and you know start chowing down. And because there's all kinds of stuff in a trash can that that they should not be having. Yeah. And speaking of trash, um, around New Year's, I'm usually really careful to go and check the uh, Mm -hmm. yard where Molly goes uh, outside because she can pick up a a firework, a firecracker or something that's fallen into the yard, even though we don't pop them, but other people, those flying ones fall into our yard and um, that can also be dangerous for them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Anything else to say on keeping your pets healthy and safe through the holidays? I 
don't think so. I, you know, I, I just think the, the most important things to remember. And, okay, so, yes, we do put up stockings for our pets. Um, and I'm sure that a lot of you do, too. Come on, admit it. Um, <laughs> but, yes, we do. And uh, we have our little traditions that we do for them. And, and granted, you know, as we're getting a little older and things are uh, changing as far as our uh, the things we do every year, um, we may not do as many of them as we used to, but we still have little little things that we do. Uh, so that's fun. But again, we would love to hear any fun little things that you do with your pets at the holidays. If, if you dress them up, um, ours won't stand for it. No. Uh, you know, if you take them to see Santa or whatever holiday you celebrate, if you if you um, if they participate with you. Let us know. Send us pictures. Um, tell us stories. Santa pictures would be awesome. Santa pictures. Yeah. Molly doesn't do <laughs> that very well. We've never tried it with her, but she just doesn't have. I just got this visual I in know. my head. <laughs> Molly is part Rottweiler and part German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's, yeah she's, she, she, she looks a little, she looks vicious, but she's still a mama's girl. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so let us know. And then uh, uh, what we'll do for our recipe this week is I thought it would be fun to compile some because we're talking about what not to feed your pets and let them eat during the holidays but to give you some healthy options so I thought it would be cool to compile some healthy dog treat recipes um, some cat some things you can do for your cats as well. Um, um, unfortunately, I really don't know much about ferrets or guinea pigs or hamsters or any of that. <laughs> but if I find something, I'll put it out there. Uh, but uh, just to give you give them some good options. And I have made dog bones before. My mom used to make them for Amber, our dog. And uh, they're really easy to make. And it's a fun uh, activity for, for you to do with your kids if you have kids. So that's definitely something that I'll include in our, our recipe section this week. Okay. So let's move into our new section that we just implemented when up in uh, episode number 26, which is a quote for the healthy mind. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this, um, and we're coming up on New Year's. So I'm kind of in that New Year's state of mind. So I'm going to quote a guy. His name is Rich Horwath. He wrote, he writes, he's a business writer. I know he does that. I don't think he writes anything else, but he writes business books. And I heard a quote from him that said, new growth comes from new thinking. Hmm. And I really like that quote because I think we talked a little bit about this in our last podcast is that a lot of times you try things and try things and try things and they don't work and you keep, you you, you just feel like, why isn't this working? Well, if you're still thinking or acting in the same way and getting a result you don't like, why do you keep acting and thinking in mm-hmm. that way? You have to change it. And so, then you act surprised that it's still not working. Yeah. yeah. So new growth comes from new thinking. That is the healthy mind quote of the week. That's awesome. Okay. So I think that should do us uh, do it for this episode. Okay. Peace out. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers, thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.